0: Welcome to another episode of You Do What? the podcast where I interview my comedian friends about their traditions and rituals. My name is Cindy Ravina. This week on the show I have comedian Lauren Rantala. Lauren can be found on Instagram and Twitter at Lauren Rantula. And she just also won Best Animated Project in the Independent Pilot Competition at the 13th Annual New York TV Festival for Tiffany the Teenage Grim Reaper. It's so funny. Please check it out on YouTube. She animated all of it, created it, it, she voices it. It's so good. Uh, This week, Lauren and I discuss Modern Witchcraft she read my tarot on this for the first time anyone's ever read my
1: tarot it was so cool and I hope you enjoy yeah I think so I think like when I practice it it all ties into like spirituality Mm -hmm. which sounds I always feel like I should include a disclaimer that's like I know I know like (laughs) I get it but I would say that like witchcraft like modern witchcraft Mm -hmm.
0: is there an occult element to it
1: um I guess it's rooted in, like, paganism, Mm um, but for me, it's, like, it's so personalized for, for everyone, Mm -hmm. and that's my favorite part about it, is, like, you can personalize a spell to, like, whatever you want it to be, and, like, different things mean different, um, like, have different meanings with people. Mm -hmm. Like, a lot of people will, like, smudge their house, like, with sage, like, burn sage in their house to, like, like, just get all the negativity out. Yeah, flush out the bad. Um... But I was talking with somebody recently, and they were like, you know, that doesn't apply for everyone. Like, if lavender is the thing that calms you down and makes you feel at peace, like, then smudge your house with lavender.
0: Interesting. It's just,
1: like, it, it's as personalized as you want it to be. Mm-hmm. But it's rooted in, like, like the reason I thought sage was the thing to do is because, mm-hmm. like, that's, like, the universal practice. Right. So it's, it has roots in, like, something solid. Mm-hmm. But then you just make it your own. It's
0: yeah. cool. More about, like, yeah, I like that, I think, better, because then you just find what works for you. Yeah. Because you're the most powerful element in that. It's not, like, the things that you put in there. It's, like, how you use them and approach them and think about them.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Because it's really just your reaction to whatever you're smelling or feeling or, Mm -hmm. like... So, when you do, like, have a couple candles. Yeah. Yeah. Brought out some candles. A white candle and a red candle. White candle and red. And a white candle is protection. It's kind of, it's like that, it's like the purity just making a lot of times before people practice any magic, they'll burn a white candle to mm-hmm. be like, this is my space. I'm protecting myself, my body, and my spirit. And I like doing it whenever I burn candles, just because it like makes me feel better about it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um... But candle magic is all about the energy that you put into it. Like, any spell that you do is only as effective as the focus that you put into it. Mm -hmm. So if you have, like, a lot of candles burning at once, you're probably not focusing on each one of them as much as you should. Or you're, like, sweating bullets with, like, (laughs) I'm thinking about this, I'm thinking about this. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, I think the kind of energy that you put into them also kind of emulates through it. So Mm -hmm. it's, like... If you light a candle and you're really anxious, like, your spell's not going to be that great. Like, you're never supposed to put negative energy into a spell because it's, like, it's that same thing of, like, energy can't be created or destroyed. So, if you put, like, anxious energy into something, you're going to get anxious energy back. Mm-hmm. So,
0: before uh, I... What? Oh, I was going to say, we're, I think we're in a pretty calm mood right now. Yeah. yeah think so
1: yeah so what we're gonna do is uh focus on the candle mm-hmm. i'm gonna think about how much i love my house and you and myself and how much i want us to be protected
0: mm-hmm. i can tell you use this one a lot because it's it's like over halfway melted yeah,
1: yeah this one i i go through wet candles a bunch because i always burn them mm-hmm. with whatever spell i'm doing and uh the red one, we're actually under an Aries moon right now, Ooh. which is exciting. I am a triple Aries, so I really like Aries. What does that mean, triple Aries? Um, So a different sign of the zodiac, you have, like, what's your sign? Capricorn. Okay. So Capricorn is your rising sign. Mm-hmm. You also have a sun and a moon sign, and that's your complete natal chart. Like, it comes with your complete natal chart of, like, you know, you have, like, a... Bunch of different signs in a bunch of different houses. Mm-hmm. And each of them kind of describes little bits of you. And so, like, your rising sign is, like, the leading one. Right. And then your moon and your sun. I'm not, like, super well-versed in the zodiac, but your moon and your sun also are, affect you um, quite a bit. Like, mm-hmm. those are your three main ones. And so, with me, it's since they're all Aries... I have a lot of the same kind of energy, mm-hmm. so it's hard sometimes to, like, rein it in. <laughs> it, like, I, I was thinking about this the other day, and I was like, I wonder if I have such bad ADHD because I'm a triple Aries, uh-huh. or, like, vice versa, like, which came first.
0: Yeah, it's just, like, so intensely, the earth sign, there's there's not... what's well,
1: fire. To... So oh, it's, it's fire, a lot okay. Of like, it's very masculine, it's, mm-hmm. like, it's a... Like a Mars ruling planet, So it's just like mm-hmm. a a lot of like, let's do it! Yeah. Um, so this energy this month has been very like, okay, remember to calm down. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't do everything, like calm down. Uh, but red candles are recommended to burn in like under the Aries moon. Mm-hmm. Um, but they represent like romance, a lot of everything you associate with red, really. Yeah. So like what would you associate with red? Love. Yeah, hate even. Yeah, yeah. Just a lot of very like, intense emotions. Exactly. Um, so that's the kind of energy that Aries Moon brings. But I put a couple of crystals in the red candle. Oh. they're melted in the wax. Oh, nice. What's in there right now? Um, these are break and cut crystals. So they are. They were in a different candle before, mm-hmm. and I burned that candle. Um, but I put them in here because I have had so much just terrible, like, you know, exes do that really fun thing where they just circle back sometimes. It's like, yeah. <laughs> Let me try to gaslight you one last time. And you're like, no, not today, Satan. <laughs> so I put them in here. I'm just thinking about loving myself and getting rid of negative things. Mm-hmm. So that's candle magic. Mm-hmm. Um, usually I would like to, like, say a little prayer and, like, focus on it. Yeah. Um. Do you usually say the prayer out loud? I do. I think it's more, it resonates with me better when I say it out Mm -hmm. loud. But a lot of times, like, even when you're by yourself, you know, when you're, like, I'm talking out loud. I shouldn't do this. Like, I feel weird. Like, I feel crazy. But I think that's, like... That's the power that it has. Mm-hmm. Like, if you say it out loud, you're like, I'm not afraid to say this. I'm not ashamed to think, like, this is a dumb thing. Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: And does does burning certain colors at the same time have different
1: meaning? Um, I, each one is different. Mm-hmm. And so that's why, like, if you get... If we had, like, ten candles and we lit them all at the same time, it's like, would they... Like, your focus isn't really on... One or two things. It's on ten things. So like, it's like too many cooks in the kitchen. Kind of like you can't focus on.
0: Right. Like just like you can't months. do ten things. At exactly. Once. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. How, what got you into all this?
1: Um. I. I was raised super super religious, like mm. very Christian. And when I got out of it, I had for the longest time this huge aversion to any kind of spirituality, any kind of religion. I was like. Just I still, all this. <laughs> yeah, I still have a really big problem with organized religion. Like, mm-hmm. that's why I love things that are personalized. Um, but when I was in college, actually, like, right before I went to college, I read Franny and Zoe, which is so dumb to, like... What is that? Okay, it's just a Salinger book. Oh, okay. That it mentioned in it... Um, of an, It mentioned another book mm-hmm. of, I believe it was a Russian... Like Catholic mystic, Mm -hmm. and he went like circled the world trying to figure out how to interpret this Bible verse, which is "Pray without ceasing." Mm -hmm. You ever heard that? I think I have. Yes. Yeah, and he find he like traveled the world, met with all these people, and he learned that like when you breathe, you're saying Yahweh. Like that's where the word Mm -hmm. Yahweh comes from is like the sound you make when you breathe. So that's how he interpreted it, and I was like, that's really interesting. And he was like, that connects me to. God, as in, like, connects me to the universe. Mm -hmm. And I was like,
0: hmm.
1: Like, I've never really thought about it like that before. But I kind of pushed it out of my mind still because I was like, anything that says God, like, get the fuck out of my face. (laughs) Um, But then when I went to college, I found all of these, like, mystics. Like, I just discovered mysticism and got really into it but kind of kept it to myself because I knew it sounded so crazy. Yeah. Um, But then... I, like, again, like, pushed it out of my mind. I was like, you know what? Fuck all this. Not now. Like, yeah. <laughs> but then once I came to California, and I really, like, when I came out as bi, like, my dad stopped speaking to me. Ooh, like, I'm sorry. Oh, it's okay. Like, my... I haven't spoken to my mom since I was, like, graduating high school. So mm-hmm. it's just, like, I felt very alone and really trying to understand, like, why... What is everything? Like, just having a lot of existential, like, I don't know. Yeah. And then once I found, like, all of these practices, I was like, this really resonates with me in a powerful way. And this makes me feel like I'm connected to everything. Yeah. Like, I belong here and, like, I'm just as much of the world as, like, the ocean or Mm -hmm. any kind of other elements. That's beautiful. Thank you. I, it's, I hate saying it all because I'm like <laughs> you
0: hit me. Yeah. Well, I think I think that's good. It's like a practice in like just not like feeling like shame for yourself because you probably felt so much shame for yourself like growing up super religious. For like sure. that's like a huge part of it. Like I, I even I grew up somewhat religious, but like guilt is like a huge part of my life and always probably will because of that. And so I think it's cool that you're that you kept an open mind about that despite, like, you know, years and years of just, like,
1: that shit, and <laughs> yeah. not doing
0: that ever again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Do you ever do any of this stuff? Have you heard of it before?
0: Um, I don't. I'm, just, like, just now kind of getting into it, like, with, like, the essential oils, just kind of, like, figuring yeah. out what I like about it. Because the way that I see it is, like, I kind of have the same thing where i was like, do I sound like too much of a hippie? Like, laughing like, yeah. this stuff, you could just kind of keep it to yourself. But I have friends that are super open-minded about it, too, and yeah tiny little things here like I once found like a moonstone I'm like this is pretty mm-hmm. and like I keep it in this jacket at all times and like I'll put my hands in my pocket forget it's there I'm like oh yeah there's that thing it like, kind of just like makes me feel nice yeah yeah
1: it's the same kind of thing it's just like bringing back bringing things to your mind that you're like this is so comforting and like remind like kind of like grounding yourself again and being like Even though my face is in a screen or, like, I'm constantly working on my career stuff or, like, doing a million things, like, I'm still a part of this. Like, I still can feel all these feelings.
0: Yeah, and it's not that different from people that, you know, watch, like, sports to center themselves. They're still getting into a meditative state where they're just so honed in on this thing that they love and appreciate. I, I don't see why people can't just be like, yeah, you, you do you. Why does everyone have to be like, oh, you're that person? It's like, what does it matter? <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, because it's like I've never – I know there are people like this, but since I, since I was brought up evangelical, mm-hmm. I'm really cautious to not
0: like, – Like proselytize that? Yeah, one. I'm
1: I'm re- I'm like, this is like – it's sacred to me, and the minute I try to push it on anybody else, like it's kind of losing its sanctity because, mm-hmm. like, it's mine. Yeah. Um but it also is for everyone. So it's like... Yeah. It's
0: like, this is what it is. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> Take it I, I think the, like... This is when it gets a little far, far <laughs> out, man. Uh, I went to get my tarot read for the first time at House of Intuition just, like, a month ago, maybe. Mm-hmm. And I was so nervous. Really? Like, yeah. Because I've gotten my tarot read from my friends and mm-hmm. I've read for my friends and everything. And when I got there, um, they were like, Oh, well, you've never had it done professionally. And I was like, no, I like, I bet it's going to be so different. And the lady was like, it really won't like, yeah, it, it's the same thing. She was like, all the answers are inside of you. And I was like, okay, that is beautiful, but you would be the worst salesperson. <laughs> <laughs> but when I did it, I had previously listened to this guided meditation mm-hmm. for spirit guides just for fun, like, a year ago. Mm-hmm. And when I was doing it, I'm so bad at sitting still. Like It's hard.
0: It's so hard.
1: It is insanely hard. And just, like, so many things I have to do, and they're running through my brain. And I know that's the point of, like, meditation is to clear it out. But mm. it's so, so difficult. But as I was doing this guided meditation, it was an hour long. And I was like, I'm going to make it through ten minutes. And then shut it off. Mm -hmm. I did, like, 45 minutes of it. Hell yeah! It was crazy. (laughs) It was just so nice, and Mm -hmm. I, like, again, disclaimer of, like, I know, I know. Um, (laughs) I met my spirit guide, or one of them, at least, Mm -hmm. and he was a man named Jacob, and I was really upset that my spirit guide was male. I was, and I was like, you know what, it makes sense because I have all of this masculine energy, but... I don't want a guy to be a male. Like, get out of here, (laughs) patriarchy. And then once I met with this girl, she was like, listen, I I just kinda wanna tell you there's a man trying to talk to you. He's your spirit guide, or one of them, Mm -hmm. and his name is Jacob. And I was like, I almost cried. I was like
0: She she just she just just told me.
1: Yeah. Yeah. She was like, he was your partner and like past life like a long long time ago like your life is so much different now she was like he's he's saying you like lived on a farm together and mm-hmm. like had a very simple life but you loved each other a whole lot and that was when I was in this like really tumultuous uh-huh. relationship and she was like he's begging me to tell you to leave like he hates this oh, and wow. I what? it
0: was like I, was, I have chills right now <laughs>
1: No, I was just like this is so crazy and um she was like, no, he thought it was funny that, like, you wanted, a, he he was like, or she said, he was like, of course she would say that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, it was just, like, really sweet and meant so much to me. And then she was like, but he's not your main guide. Like, he's your, like, this is just somebody who cares about you from a past mm-hmm. life. So she was like, just keep an open mind about it. And I was like, okay. And the High Priestess sterile card is, like, the one that really speaks to me. Mm -hmm. It's all about... It's, like, a female gatekeeper, which is, like, finally. Yeah. (laughs) But it's all about, like, really... um, Just, like, passive power. Mm -hmm. Like, she's on a throne guarding this... What I think should be, like, paradise or something. But she's on a throne. She represents, like, discernment and judgment and, like she just knows. She's mm-hmm. like, she knows. She's like the Beyonce of the deck. In my oh, opinion. Like, that. Like <laughs> the main bitch. But, uh, I love her. And I looked up, there's like a bunch of different, um, like algorithms you can do to mm-hmm. find, uh, your card for your life, your card for your year. And I was always drawn to her, to the high priestess. And then I found out she was my life card. Ooh. And then I read more and more about her. I was like this I really feel connected to this card. And then I did another guided meditation, and I met her. And I was like, this is so good. Wow. I feel like I – because
0: it's it, it's interesting that, like, your your spirit guide, the name is Jacob. Did that just kind of, like, come into your brain? Like, how would you describe, like, how you figure that out or, like, came to meet that?
1: I think – well, at first, when you do a guided meditation, mm-hmm. they basically, like – you're in control the whole time. Yeah. Like, any moment you want to get up and do something, you can. Mm-hmm. It's not like a hypnosis right now. No. Um, but it really guides you through. Like, it takes... The reason it takes a long time is most of it is getting you to relax enough to where you're not like, oh, this is stupid. Like,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I, I'm not hearing it. Like, I'm not seeing this. Like, you really... They start with, like, your the top of your head. Mm-hmm. And that's a couple of minutes. And then they move down to your forehead. And then your ears. It, like piece by piece Mm -hmm. until you're just so so relaxed and you kind of feel like you're lucid dreaming almost okay so it's not so much it's like the same if you were daydreaming yeah like you know it's not happening but you still feel everything like if you're dreaming about the daydreaming about the beach you're like remember when I was there and I could feel the sun on my skin and like like that kind of stuff
0: yeah Okay, yeah, I I do, like, guided meditation, too, but it doesn't go that deep. It's just, like, I do, like, 15-minute sessions, but they kind of, like, do that where they start from the top of the head, but it's all, like, very passive. It's like, don't spend too much. The guy has a British accent. is like, don't spend too much time on one paw. Just just scan down. Yeah. Um, Yeah, it's
1: basically, they do that, and mm -hmm. then they just go one step further to be like, you're in a field, what do you see? And you just, like, you're like, I'm in a field. What do I see? And, like, for me, they were like go go to this hill over here. Do you see the hill? Like, do you see where it drops off? Go to the water. Like, is there anybody next by the water? What's what's their name? Ask them. And that's like... Oh, that's where you met Jacob.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh,
1: wow. Yeah. And then the high priestess one was so cool oh. because the meditation I did for that was... Um, they were like... There's a staircase, and mm-hmm. it's made of, like, cedar wood, and it's winding, and you walk up to it, and it's a golden door and, like, you knock on it first, and you hear, come in, and then you, like, turn the handle, and now you're in, and, like, there's a fireplace, can you see the fireplace, what's on the walls, and it starts, first, like, it tells you things, but it leaves so much room, like, it'll ask you, like, what's in these pictures, like, what do you see in the Mm -hmm. pictures, and, um, My favorite part is so dramatic. Like, of course, (laughs) it has to be high drama. But they were like, okay, now sit in... There's two chairs in front of the fireplace. You sit in one of them, and you're watching the fire. And then, like, you hear someone walking behind you, and they sit down in the chair. Like, turn your head and ask them who they are. And it's so powerful. Yeah. It's just, like... I love it. you saw her, yeah. Oh my god! I was like, bitch, where you been?
0: <laughs> <laughs> that is so cool. Do they? Does it kind of ease you out of it, or is it like a pretty like abrupt stop getting out of the that the state of mind?
1: Um, it'll ease you out of it, but you can kind of hang out there as long as you want. For me, I always like I'm still kind of trying to master my own like fidgety self because the only time I've ever like really gotten to the end of one is when I've just fallen asleep because oh, okay. it, it gets you so relaxed. Mm-hmm. Um, and what's funny is one time I, I did one on YouTube because I, like my regular site was down and, um, it just went to the, you know how they have like autoplay? Yeah. It went to the next one. And so I woke up during the next one and I was like, where am I? what is it? Is it still? <laughs> it's so confusing.
0: This isn't where I left off. Yeah. <laughs> Um, So, what it is? Don't, from far away, it looks like a Lisa Frank. Yes, this is Tarot card deck.
1: You met Zoe, my roommate, earlier. Yes, Zoe is the most considerate gift giver. It makes me so angry. Like <laughs> it's like Leslie Nope, but better. Like oh I do not know how she she made me. Oh, this Lisa she Frank Tarot this? card. She made this. Oh my God! What an angel. um, These
0: are legit, and I don't mean just, like, she printed, like, Lisa Frank on regular tarot cards. These are Lisa Frank tarot cards.
1: Well, Lisa, the artist who did Lisa Frank made these, like, drew Mm -hmm. the designs, Mm -hmm. but she never printed them out. Oh,
0: my God. And so Zoe
1: found out how to make, like, laminated cardstock or, like, glossed cardstock and then hand cut each one. And they're just, like, it's my favorite deck because, like... All of this love went into them. And I'm just like, every time I do things with them, I'm just like, like, mm-hmm. I care about this. Like, I care about Zoe and Zoe cares about me enough to do mm-hmm. this. Like, this is so sweet. And They're it also so makes me think of, like, thoughtful. Dr. Katz. Oh, that is so awesome. But this is, this is the high priestess interpreted by Lisa Frank. This <laughs> so
0: cute. It's, she is this little pink what do you think maltese yeah yeah little pink maltese with a scroll in her her mouth mm-hmm. and a beautiful rainbow with all the lisa frank icons i guess <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's so cute oh my god this is I'm not even surprised that like the artist for Lisa Frank made these, but like the fact that Zoe went to the—it's crazy. Yeah, to to make these for you, they look perfect. Yeah, uh, at first when you like bought these, yeah, these are gorgeous.
1: She's very good at crafts. <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but yeah, I love I love reading tarot, um, because it's really a reflection of yourself. Mm-hmm. Like anything you, anything you read in the cards, you kind of already know. Mm-hmm. Um, but also. It, it will remind you of things that you have pushed out of your mind. Like okay. a lot of your, I think a lot of your subconscious thought gets wrapped up when you make decisions. Mm-hmm. Like it just wraps around your brain and you don't really pay attention to it. And so, like, I'm trying to think of a really specific one. Going back to the, I know I keep talking about this, but going back to like this terrible relationship that I was in. Mm-hmm. I, we like broke up and got back together a million times mm-hmm. and the of lat- one of the last times, I was like, okay, well, we're back together. I want to, like, do something sweet. And so I was just going to send him a picture of the the lover's card. And I have four decks, four tarot decks. Mm-hmm. The lover's card was missing from every single deck.
0: What the fuck?
1: It was... I couldn't find them. And I was, I was freaked out just because I was like, my deck's, like... I, I need that card, and I can't just go out and buy one card at a time. Like, right. that's not no how that works. That. <laughs> so it was like, this sucks, like, this is crazy. And I talked to my friend Catherine, she was like, no, like, the tarot's just, like, not playing with you today, because it knows. Like, you know. Like, how do you feel that you can't find that card? Don't you – isn't that unsettling for you? And yeah. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> that's and <then> so crazy. And <laughs> then weeks later, after everything ended, they were all back. What? They were just back in the just
0: deck. Just in the deck. Mm-hmm. Like you didn't like find it under your bed Mm-mm. or anything. What
1: the hell? Yeah.
0: That is eerie and amazing.
1: <laughs> it's crazy. The tarot does not play with you. And a lot of times the most annoying thing is like when you ask the same question over and over, mm-hmm. it will always tell you the same thing. Like Maybe. even if you, you p- pick different cards, it's always just like stop it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I would I was really skeptical when I first started doing it. But I started doing it with one of my best friends, Catherine, Mm -hmm. and she's so wise. She's like one of those people that's a 50-year-old woman in a 20-year-old body. Uh, But she was just like, you know what, let's just read each other and see what happens. And just the fact that it's never been wrong was enough to be like, okay, let's keep doing this.
0: That is so cool. I've never had my tarot read. Do you want to do it right now? Yeah. Yeah, let's do it.
1: All right. I'm actually going to use this deck my sister got me. It's called Tarot of the Pig and Cats. Oh!
0: Appropriate.
1: (laughs) I really like cats. (laughs) Yeah, me too. If you haven't noticed. And they are just as amazing. Oh, I love it. Each one is super elaborate.
0: This is amazing.
1: Okay, so how you read Tarot Mm -hmm. is, if I'm reading you, I'll take the deck... And just shuffle it around. It's best if you shuffle it on a flat surface mm-hmm. and not just shuffle it like a regular deck of cards because if you read reversals, like the six of card the six of cards, the six of swords upside down means something different than it does
0: right Oh, side down. okay. So these just kind of need to be like willy-nilly. Willy-nilly, mm-hmm. yeah.
1: And while you're doing it, I'm just focusing on you, mm-hmm. focusing on your name and what I know about you and how much I love you. Oh, love you too, babe. <laughs> <laughs> and then I will ask you what you want to ask.
0: Okay. Um,
1: will I write a good pilot? Here's the thing: it cannot be yes or no. Oh, okay.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Let me think. Okay. Um, cannot be yes or no. How do I phrase this? Not yes or no. Okay. okay. Um, how will my pilot be received? By
1: the public, I should I should frame these questions better. Okay. <laughs> um, so the the greatest way I think to ask a question mm-hmm. is anything of like what can I do to make this pilot as the best it can be, mm-hmm. or um, what should my pilot be about? Okay. Like things that are under your control. Yeah. That you just kind of need some advice about. Because mm-hmm. when you're, like, some people do, re- like, do, like, the future. Mm-hmm. But it's always, it's not nearly as effective as be asking, like, what can I do yeah. right now? Because it's, like, it can tell you the future. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, you can ask it the future. Yeah. But you're I, I always get just stressed out, more mm-hmm. stressed out than it is. Because it's, like, it's, it's one possibility.
0: Interesting, okay. Because...
1: It could tell you, like, what, how it would be received if you kept on this path and didn't change anything. Okay. But who's to say, like, tomorrow you'll wake up and be like, I don't want to write about that anymore. Mm-hmm. And then it's a completely different thing. Okay. So you have to be just, like, as specific as you can, asking about yourself.
0: Okay. Let's see. I gotta think. Um, what if I ask, like, what should I title... My pilot, does that work, or is that a little too... It's a little too. <laughs> a little too. Sorry. No, no, I no, it's good because I'm learning, like, how mm-hmm. to, to ask these questions. Um, okay, what... Yeah, I'll ask what, what you suggested. How, what steps should I take to make my pilot better? For sure.
1: So now I'm just doing the same thing I did before, but I'm focusing on that specific question. Okay, and now you're gonna shuffle it. Just like how you did? Yep. Just however you'd like and just think about your question. Try not to get these wet. And then when you're done, you're just gonna divide it into three decks with your left hand. which deck speaks out the most to you this one in the middle okay so how I've been reading recently like there's a ton of different cards you can pull I've just been kind of like freestyling it Mm -hmm. like pulling one card and if I want to know more pulling another Mm -hmm. so this is the six of cups but it's upside down okay and I will need to grab the book for this one. All right. Hmm. So what do you see in the card? Like, just describe the card to me.
0: Uh, this cat is standing in front of a chimney. Oh, and there's another cat drinking from a bowl. Not a bowl, a goblet even. The other cat's just kind of looking down, observing. I think the one drinking from the goblet is a little kitten. This might be the mama. Mm-hmm. I feel like this the mama cat is kind of admiring the little kitten as it drinks from the goblet.
1: So it's interesting because this card is about dwelling in the past a little bit too mm-hmm. much. Like just focusing on the naivete of being younger, Mm -hmm. Um, so it is like an older cat looking at a younger cat and kind of being precious about him, like being like, how cute, I love him so much, and so it's kind of just like a warning to make sure you're not dwelling on the past too much. Mm. Does that apply to your pilot at all? Like, when did you write it? Um,
0: I just wrote it within the last three weeks, and it's, yeah, it's based off my life, it's Mm -hmm.
1: about my past, Mm -hmm. for sure, yeah. Is it like glorifying your past?
0: Um, not, no, not glorifying it.
1: No. Yeah. (laughs) So is it, what specific area in your past is it about? Um, it's about, I
0: guess, I guess it's about like kind of my earlier life leading up to now. Cause the, the pilot is about, um, me well, because I don't know who my real dad is like I know who he is, but mm-hmm. I don't know him. Like we don't have any sort of relationship. Only met him a few times. Um, so the pilot is like about like what if we met, what would that look like?
1: Yeah. Yeah. That is really cool Thank and a you. great idea. Thank you. Um I think Yeah, I think it's just a it's just serving as like a warning to make sure you write it as realistic as possible. Mm-hmm. I think like especially with a story like that, Mm -hmm. like you can't be precious about it because as soon as you do, it becomes like a contrived thing. Mm -hmm. But if you really just sit down with your dad now, like like imagining putting yourself in that space and not trying to be like funny or cute right off the bat, but being like, how would that really be? Right. And building from that instead of, because like whenever I write, I immediately go to, like, okay, where are the jokes? Like, how can I – I I need five jokes a page. Like, let's go. Yeah. Um, But it's such a trap because then you get so focused on the actual jokes that you're not focused on, like, the meaning of it, like, Mm -hmm. the content behind it. And especially with a story like that, like, that's such a powerful thing that a lot of people will relate to. Thank you. Yeah. Um. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I think, like, moving forward, just making sure you're focused on – the, like, raw reality first. Yeah. I'm just going to pull another one. Okay. King of Swords. Oh. What do you see? Oh, I see a
0: beautiful fluffy cat. Its tail is around this sword. And the sword is in, what is that? I guess a bunch of stone? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, and the cat is sitting on this beautiful stone cube with butterflies on it.
1: So this is the line in the sand card. This is like, listen, I am in charge. I am the one. Mm-hmm. Like, I, pull this, I love when I pull this card because it's just reminding me of my power. Mm-hmm. And I think in the same situation, like, as much as you're focusing on the reality of, like, what it would be like to sit down with your dad, mm-hmm. you also should pay attention to, like, this isn't you as a kid. This is you now. And, like, you're a strong, like, smart woman. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to take shit. So, like, not being afraid to write you as, like, a powerful person. Mm-hmm. I like that. Being, <laughs> yeah, instead of just being like, oh, my dad, I'm scared. Yeah. Which is, like, tempting to do because that's a terrifying <laughs> situation mm-hmm. to, like, think about. But also, I love writing about your, like, own experiences like this when... It's it's kind of like it's like dealing with trauma in a creative way. Yeah. Where you're like This terrible thing happened, but what if I took it a step further and then I was in control of it? Mm -hmm. I think that's a huge part of, like, why I'm writing it, just to, like, deal with it. Yeah. 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 Without actually,
0: I mean, I'll deal with it at some point, but... you have
1: to deal with it internally Internally first. Yes,
0: exactly. I love this card, and I love that this cat looks exactly like my roommate's other cat, Shada. (laughs) Who is, like, the queen bitch of the house.
1: Makes sense. Mm -hmm. I'm going to pull
0: one more. Oh, this is amazing. Okay. This. It's the Knight of Swords. The Knight of Swords? Okay. Knight. 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 Mm -hmm. Makes sense. Okay. This cat is riding a snowy white owl, a giant snowy white owl, just in control, um, and the owl is holding on to a sword, and they're riding off into the night. Looks like it might be snowing, or they're riding over a glacier, it looks like.
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Very powerful image.
1: I love this card because it reminds me of the never-ending story Mm -hmm. when he's writing that big, like, dragon dog thing. (laughs) So it's interesting because you pulled two sword cards Mm -hmm. to support a cups card, and a cups is an emotion Mm -hmm. suit. Um, So that makes sense about, like, you're dealing with this really emotional thing in this really powerful way. The swords uh, suit are all about, like, action, force, power, change... So you're dealing with this like really squishy kid feelings, like mm-hmm. those really like that just that part of your brain you just want to give a hug and be like, "I'm sorry, it's okay." Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you're dealing with them in this really powerful, mature way, which is great. Thank you. <laughs> I love that. So Knight of Swords. So again, powerful figure. Mm-hmm opinionated, action-oriented, communicative. So I think this is saying, while you have to remember your own power Mm -hmm. while you're writing this, in this swishy kid situation, I think you also have to, like, communicate, like, not be afraid to communicate your true feelings about it. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've written and deleted so many scripts about my own family, like, dealing with that, just because I'll say something, and then I'll be like, I shouldn't say that, like, I don't have the right to say that, or, like, no one's gonna believe me if I say this, Mm -hmm. and that sucks, because, like, that's where the good stories come from, because everyone can relate to that stuff, it's just the stuff that people are too ashamed or scared to say. Yeah, when there could be so many people out there that are also going through the same thing and want that voice... Yeah, because who's to say, like, you won't write this and somebody, some kid who's dealing with what you dealt with before is like, oh, thank God someone made it out and, like, went through exactly what I'm going through. Mm -hmm. So I think that part is really about, like, not being afraid to just go for what you really want to say and, like, Mm -hmm. reaching out and reaching out to yourself, really, to be like, it's okay. Mm -hmm. Like, just open that floodgate and be like, what would I really say? Yeah. So, to reiterate, we're starting off with some squishy kid feelings. Mm -hmm. Always good. That's where the good stuff comes from. Yeah. Uh, Then we move on to the King of Swords, which is the line in the sand. You are a powerful, mighty BB. (laughs) And then you move on to the Knight of Swords, which is all about action and communication
0: this is one yeah I'm like my mind is like blown right now (laughs) this is like exactly what I need to hear and it sounds like so simple but you're like yeah
1: yeah 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 it's crazy because I know people every time I talk about tarot with people who don't practice it they're like oh well you know people just ask you questions and like poke around to find out like what it could apply to and I'm like no but that's the whole thing like it's a mirror of your mind yeah and the fact that it's always all right about like oh have you thought about this like make sure you separate these parts it's like it's just helpful and it asks it forces you to ask your, ask yourself things that a therapist would right
0: yeah because I, I don't think i would have really i mean maybe i would have come up to with those conclusions to my with for myself but to like kind of like see and be like just like yeah duh like Mm -hmm. of course why wouldn't you do it that way yeah Mm -hmm. no I think this is great because I've been in kind of a writer's block with that stuff too and I'm just
1: like what do I need to like hone in on here yeah yeah it's just like a one step at a time thing
0: Mm
1: -hmm. oh this is awesome I'm so glad I'm glad we did it with the cat deck I'm like
0: especially excited about that oh well thank you so much Lauren this is amazing of course anytime (laughs)